With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Easter round of football. And it's Thursday night where it all starts, and it pretty much doesn't stop from here. AFL Nation for Sports Power. Get the latest Puma footy boots in store at Sports Power now. And this is the way that we start round five of AFL football, as it has been for quite a long time. Brisbane and Collingwood at the Gabba. Great to have alongside me Nick Del Santo and Dwayne Russell for this huge Thursday night feature and fixture with Collingwood uh, unfortunately dropping a couple of matches but uh, some of the numbers suggest they could easily be 4-0 and zero. and of course Brisbane lost its first game last week Friday night against the Cats so two teams that uh, still very much have their eyes on glory come September. Dwayne, good evening to you first Great to be with you Hutto and great to be with you Nicky Del Santo and it's great to have a full house Gabba, Brisbane Lions, one of the flying teams of the competition, I know they lost last week but genuine contender and I'm still not sure about Collingwood don't know what I'm going to get tonight don't know what I'm going to get for the rest of the year kind of like what I've got a little bit so far this season but still a bit of a watch team for me good evening guys good evening everybody and I'm a bit like you Dwayne I'm excited for tonight's game for different reasons we're going to see Brisbane Lions back at home off the back of a close loss last week down there at the Cattery and from the Pies perspective, I think we might learn something about them tonight. Now, this is a team that historically doesn't travel a great deal. This is a team that gets to travel for the first time under a new coach. So I want to see what this team's about. Now, there's been significant changes, particularly for the Pies. Went to Marvel last week. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. The tall Pies, <laughs> the lot, the, as they're known now. Yeah. So, I, I, and I'm with you, Dwayne. I'm not quite sure. And we saw, you know, the, the instant response or the way that they started their season, the ball moving, and maybe that slowed down a little bit and it's finding its level. But they go up against a really good team tonight and they have to travel against a a team that, you know, let's be honest, are, are right around the mark have been playing some pretty solid football, even last week with that close loss, as I mentioned. So I feel like we're going to learn a lot about this team in the next couple of hours. Hutto. It is our pregame show for Beaumont Tiles DIY sale. Brisbane versus Collingwood. And uh, plenty going on in the pre-match. Shortly, they'll be beginning their warm-up, of course, always for Ream in Stolareem, Australia's favourite hot water. We'll dig deeper into the game, but what, what about, broadly speaking, that idea of Collingwood going with such height, um, bringing into the team Mason Cox, Nathan Kruger, and Jordan Raffitt. I know he's a full-back, but it, it just does give them a lot of height, and yet None of them are really superstar key forwards, are they, with the, with a track record, even though they've, they've gone, they've got Cameron and Cox up front. Well, that's a calculated risk, isn't it? That, that's a distinctive decision by that coaching staff. Now, maybe part of it was forced with some of the changes. Maybe some of it was uh, forced because of the form last week and they're seeing something that we're not. But you bring in those players, Hutto, and, and you take the risk that, therefore, you are too top-heavy. Those players, they're in the air. If they don't take it in the air, then are they actually serviceable at ground level? But... I don't mind the tactic, and we get to assess it in hindsight about whether it was a great decision or not. And, you know, I'll compare it to 
the Kangas last week when they moved Jack Zebel forward and Jack Zebel kicks five. So it's a masterstroke. It's a fantastic move. How could you, you know, think any other way? But there's not as big a downside to that, is there? Jack Zebel well, is he's not going to be a liability up forward. The, the he, reason, he's played there before. The, the downside to having like five players over 200 centimetres is obvious, isn't it? The ball hits the ground. Then the the, the reason I trouble. say that is you're trying something, com- when I say completely different, Jack Zebel hasn't been in the forward half for a very long time. Yeah. Now, yes, he is more capable and it's not completely foreign. But there's been so much seed. Have we ever spoken more about a player that hasn't had a huge impact on the competition than Mason Cox? <laughs> like, and we're going to do it tonight. It's just a reality of the situation. So I like the bravery of it, and you just hope that it, it finds some sort of reward for, for making those moves. Could they do something radical, though? Is there a chance that they could surprise us tonight? Has Brody Grundy ever played full forward, centre-half forward? You got, you could He's ruck, rolled forward. Yeah, so you could ruck Cox, yep. and you could ruck Cameron. And play Grundy forward. I know it would be radical because he's the number one ruckman that they've got. Is he a marking? Is he? A, I mean, I like your thinking. Yeah. It's radical. Well, is, just, is he a marking player? Well, let's just see it. I mean, I don't think they're going to beat the Lions tonight without doing something, you know, ridiculously crazy that might come off. Has Pendles played much out of full forward? Could Scott Pendlebury no. play out of full forward? I mean, he's a craftsman. If you gave him that task for one night, he'd be able to do something. I know they tried Darcy Moore last year. Yep. Maybe it's a one-off for Darcy Moore. Could they play Jeremy Howe forward? They've never really wanted to do that. Are they, they at do the that. stage, though, Dueno, where they need to flip the magnets? And, well, you know, only because they've lost Majacek and, and Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. But they do have to go coming back, so that solves he can play the, Elliot. The other right? one within that, and my short coaching career last year, is we'd have similar conversations about do we try and mix it up, but then you have the conversation, is Brody Grundy better than what you've got as a genuine forward? Like, I know you need to try something different, but you're like, well, is Brody Grundy's value better than what they yeah. would have had well, in that full four position rather than so let's do you work just backwards? Do you work backwards and say, okay, how do we win this game? Okay, we can't really win it by doing exactly what everyone expects us to do because their best is better than what we've got yep. our best. So do we do something different? And do, is, it, is it Cox, Rux with Cameron, and, you know, we play, I don't know, pick a, pick a name, how, more, could you start Maynard forward? It doesn't have to be, now it doesn't have to be the, the usual suspects to me. But anyway, I'm, Collingwood, why would you tip your whole game plan out round five? Well, so the, that's, what, that's what you're telling me. The other one it? that I'll pose, and I, and I love your theory, do I know? And you're thinking about it. I don't mind that. But the other one is, I completely agree. In this competition at the moment, I think he's backing in their system far too much. And teams did, are getting did, exposed by the opposition's best midfielder. Didn't Kenny so get castigated for last Friday night because he tried something? No, that was an ugly night. game plan. I think this is more of an attacking move to me. though. You could play the shutdown, nil or draw. Let's see if we can score one goal to two in the last half and steal it kind of game plan if you want. But, you know, I don't think that's going to do you a favour as a club. I don't think it's going to do your players a favour. But if you're trying to attack your way to a win, I think it's a little bit different to, you know, playing the kind of style that I don't think they'll ever do again. Otherwise, they'll be, you know, they'll be scheduled for Tuesday night at midnight if they continue to play that so, style. So just on last week's game, we covered that game on Thursday night, Port taking on the Ds. And outside of horrific goal-kicking, and some of the finishing from Port, I actually liked their tactics. I actually liked them saying, you know what, and like we are just talking about, our best is going to get beaten by the D's best. We can't allow that to happen. Um, they tried to shut down a couple of mids, and their ball movement and their keeping off style was working. Until that last kick. Until they kicked yeah, it inside yeah. 450. I, I'm actually so, with you. I, I had no criticism of them trying that. They, yes. they clearly didn't execute what they would have liked to have done, and they stuck with it too long but, for yes. mine. But, but how, how silly to me, 
I know what you're saying. The style worked until they kicked it long inside 50. So essentially, the style didn't work <laughs> because they kicked it long inside 50. They, 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 that, couldn't that is, have, they couldn't have planned to kick it high inside no, 50. They couldn't but how have. can you have a plan where your players don't know what the finish to the plan is? I don't they know, ra- Dwayne. Maybe they had a short turnaround. They hadn't quite got to that last kick because they only had a six-day break. If they had seven, Dwayne, then they would have worked out the inside 50 See, kick I, as well. I've worked, this, this, is, this is enlightening because Dwayne always says he's not passionate about yeah, his I two can, teams. Yeah, I, I heard him say, yeah. I don't care if Port Adelaide no, but no, no. he's just showing a spark or two here. I care if they get embarrassed. Right. Okay. I don't care if they lose. So you thought they were embarrassing, did you? I thought the first half was well, the worst first half in Port Adelaide power history. So you've got to call that. that. That's probably just in the embarrassment column for me, yeah. Yeah, but a couple of things had been different in the first quarter. They could easily have been ahead at quarter time. They actually weren't that far off the mark for, for mine. But anyway. The, let's focus on tonight's <laughs> game. Let's focus on tonight. We're I wanting like Dwayne up. poking the bear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what did we think, just quickly, because we, we need to take a break shortly, but uh, and uh, as we said, the, the Ream warm-up's coming up for uh, Ream, install a Ream. Um, what did we think of Brisbane last week? Chris Fagan summed it up when he, you know, the question was about Tom Hawkins. Well, the best team won. So he didn't think they played that well. But did they lose any friends from the way they performed on Friday night? No, I don't believe so. And there's different ways to look at it. You can look at the margin, 10 points, and there's no such thing as an honourable loss, particularly when you're at that end of the, um, the pointy end of the ladder. But we know how hard it is to win down there, and that's the second year in a row that they've gone down there and been pipped. They were much better last year, though, than they were yeah, this year. I, I, didn't, I th- didn't think they were very good I last didn't think week. it was their best football, but it's a, that's a still a tough road trip. And then that's up going up against a team that we know are so good on that particular ground, the style of football they play didn't there. Didn't have so Tom Stewart, didn't they, have Joel Selwood. They didn't lose any, friend, uh, lose any friends from that. No, yeah. I, I thought it was an honest effort. Was a, was a big felt like he was a big loss. But yep. still, I, I was disappointed in, in Brisbane. I thought they... Would have performed better, so I'm really looking forward. In what forward. way? Because we can look at that tonight. Like, I just didn't think they played well and yeah, on okay. a big, you know, a big night where it was a, a real genuine test for them. It was something they hadn't. They've been ticking off all these various things, and that that's one they still haven't ticked off. And I just didn't didn't think they played that well. They, yeah, you know, they kicked. They were pretty efficient, and they had some key forwards that were dangerous. And there was a couple of other players that played well, but. Yeah, a lot of players were, just didn't play their best footage. So well, then that happens, that's well, fine. Well, I'll, give you, I'll give you some raw numbers and we can flow this into tonight's game. So they were low inside Ford 50. They only had the 42, so you're, you're spot on. They got smacked around the ball in regards to hitouts. Uncontested possession, they were smacked. Plus 50, minus 52. That's a lot of free football for the opposition. And they allowed the opposition, being the Cats, to have 19 marks inside Ford 50. So when you put that all together, yeah. your summation is spot on. I thought the margin for where they got to, considering all those things, Hutto, was okay. Yeah, I mean, so that can be a, a plus. Lot to work on. That can be a plus or a minus, yeah, can Because you can say, well, they could easily have got beaten by a lot, but they're actually in a position where they almost could have won it. Absolutely. The end. So. Where have you got Brisbane, Dwayne? Are they? I picked the... them at the start of the season to finish second. So when I did my eight-year grand finalists yeah. with Melbourne, yeah, I think they've got all the tools, and I think they've got the foundation set. So, yeah, they're trustworthy on what they've done in the last two years. So when you're picking someone that's going to perform well this year, well, you can actually look back and say for the last two years they've been trustworthy, haven't been able to get the job done in finals. So I trust them to to be able to do it again this year as opposed to a team that you're like Carlton. How can you pick Carlton mm. to confidently do whatever you might want them to do because they haven't done it for years? Trustworthy is a great way to describe the lines because I'm with you. I trust them to play good football most weeks. Don't know what you get from them in finals. No. And you also think about the off-season. What do they need to put into their team player-wise to bolster this, to take them to the next level? 
They've actually got all the pieces to the puzzle. Well, they they've move, just got to get it done in September. Yeah, they move Zorko back to half back, and they're, yep. they're trying to you know, attack a bit more through the corridor and from you know and score more from the back half. So they're not all just as one dimensional. Um, and that and and the numbers are a bit skewed by the North Melbourne game, but it does seem like they've achieved that. In in you look at their profile of what they're is doing. Is it as simple as this? If their big three forwards, and I'm assuming Hipwood will come back. Let's yep. say he comes back and all's healthy and fine towards the end of the year. Does it simply rest on those three? shoulders of the Fords to literally capitalise on the good work. Is that the difference between them winning or losing and in Charlie, September? And Charlie, though. Charlie's big okay, factor, throw, throw in four, then. I'll give you three talls and one small. Is that the whole difference for this team? You know what it could boil down to on any given final? Joe Danaher kicking 4-1 instead of 1-4. That's four. exactly yeah. my point. The little things yep. like that he count. He would mix day, and we'll throw in Cameron as well at ground yeah. level. All right. Uh, more on tonight's game and uh, some of the other teams and issues looking ahead to the matches on the weekend. Just a shout-out, though, for Hyundai, the Hyundai Staria load. It's the van that's big on safety and big on tech. It's the only commercial van to receive five-star rating and platinum awards for safety from ANCAP. And now it's yours from 47,990 drive away. So take a tech drive today and remember you can get involved all weekend on the southern phone open line just switch and save with southern phone mobile plans it's our pre-game show for beaumont tiles you can save with beaumont's easter specials in store now nick del santo Dwayne russell and anthony hudson with you and don't forget too the 2022 anzac day challenge is an annual game of footy play between the australian defense forces the adf all-stars and aces the australian combined emergency services aces is a team made up of the best police, fire and ambulance footballers from around Australia. It's an all-Australian team. The match has a 16-game history with the ADF All-Stars leading 9-7. Unfortunately, due to COVID, hasn't been played the last couple of years, but it will be played at the Adelaide Oval uh, this Saturday, April 23 at 1.10 as the curtain raiser for Port versus West Coast on Anzac Day weekend. So uh, get to the game uh, and support it. Uh, get to the game early. That's Saturday, April 23, so next weekend, uh, ahead of the game between Port and the West Coast Eagles. A short break, and then we're back to continue the countdown at the Gabba. You're listening to the 2022 Premiership season on AFL Nation for Beaumont Tiles. For all your tiling needs, in stock now. We're counting down on Thursday night football to the big game between the Brisbane Lions and Collingwood. And it's our pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles. Save with Beaumont's Easter specials in store now. It's time now to get a sports bet update. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Sportsbet. Sportsbet's bet with mates. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Here we go, Collingwood taking on Brisbane. Now, obviously, Brisbane coming into this one as the short price favourite. Collingwood at around the $4 mark, which is tempting because Collingwood can pull a rabbit out of the hat occasionally. But I don't want to touch that head-to-head too much because of that fact. So instead, I'm going to launch into the same game multis here. Josh Dacos. Now, averaging 0.8 goals per game. The only round that he hasn't kicked a goal was in round two. Now, he's paying $2.10 to be an anytime goal scorer tonight. I reckon that's a must-have for your same-game multi. The Pies should be up and about for this one. And note Lockie Neal, the most touches on ground. Now, he's averaging 32.3 disposals per game, 17.8 of them contested. He's playing some fantastic footy. The next highest in the game is first-year player Nick Dacos, who's averaging 26.8 disposals. He's paying $2.50, Lockie Neal, for the most touches on ground. I reckon that he's able to get that done. Enjoy the game and, most importantly, gamble responsibly. All right, big Thursday night game of footy coming up between Brisbane and Collingwood from the Gabba. And our experts are looking resplendent tonight, all with thanks to Ringers Western. 
Ringus Western clothing looks great in the city and toughs it out on the land. So perfect for Duano, who is sort of the country rural type. Oh, yeah. And then occasionally Farmer extraordinaire. comes down the highway off the land and he just... Uh, you know, just slightly changes his ring as 20,000 head of rabbit at yeah. the moment, about 40 million <laughs> head of ant. What about me? Hello. Great Bendigo boy. There you go. Do they, do they <laughs> I'm, heading, I'm heading back to Bendigo this weekend. Are Thank you? you very much. So I definitely need those. Yeah, well, there you go. You'll be there. Speaking it, about what we're wearing, have you finished the plug yet? No. <laughs> okay, go on, do that first. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Kyle Lohman, who's the greatest number one of all time? Brisbane Lions Fitzroy. Um, Did Rusey wear it? Des Headland. Did Rusey wear it? Did he wear number yeah, one? Bulldog like Murray? Did he wear number one for a while? I think Bulldog Murray did. I don't. I'm just trying to think. Rusey at Fitzroy, whether right. he was number one or not. What was he at Sydney? I love it when an 18 year old walks up for his first game. He's, he's taken number one. I like the acceptance of that. I like it straight up. Can I ask? And I should probably know this. Do they have a tradition about a draft pick or anything? Or number one was just there, don't and he think goes, so. oh, "I'm rolling up." No, I think they just it was available. Nice. So which number would you like? Hey, I'll take number one. What sort of personality do you need to be? I if like you, it. If you accept I think it's, one? yeah. I think you have to be a little confident in your ability to be able to well, get. Well, you, you spoke to Lockie Neal during the week uh, about yeah. this young man. What was what was his summation of him? What, uh, what should he, we expect? It was Lincoln McCarthy. He'll jump. Oh, yeah. So he'll, he'll he's good on the ground, but he'll jump. So they got Lincoln McCarthy. He'll jump. They got Joe Danaher. Who would jump? They've got Charlie, Charlie Cameron. Yes. Who jump? They've got Kyle <laughs> Lohman. Who would jump? And that McStay is obviously able to get up in the air as well. He was number one his entire career, Paul Roos. So when he made his debut back in yep. 1982 with Fitzroy, yep. uh, he wore number one round four versus Sydney Swans. You know no, how, how I know that? How do you know that? Because he I saw you. him get 30 possessions on me one day <laughs> when I followed him around one day at Princess Park. He was supposed to be on me at centre-half back. Didn't even know my name by the end of the day. So, uh, yes, uh, number one, Paul Rees, one of the greatest. All right. Well, Elliot Yo is uh, locked in for his first game of 2022 after two injury-ravaged years. And Alir Alir has made a quicker-than-expected wow. return for Port Adelaide. Uh, looks like Finn Callahan might be unveiled, the number three draft That's pick last year for the Greater Western Sydney. That's and exciting. Jack Hayes is back uh, in response to... Uh, Patrick Ryder being out of the team. So there's some of the selection highlights from uh, the round of footy ahead. What what are we most obviously we've got uh, North and the and the Western Bulldogs uh, for your Easter Friday first match and um, Ford's in for Zerha there. Cordy and Garcia in for the Western Bulldogs. Uh, the West Coast Sydney game. Kelly, uh, Cripps, Yo and Shuey amongst mm. six ins. They do, however. Lose Natanui and McGovern. So there's cool. two big outs for the West Coast Eagles. I thought Xavier O'Neill was unlucky. I thought he was really good last week for West Coast, but he's one of those out. No Buddy Franklin. And Josh Kennedy's being managed for the Sydney Swans mm. and Logan McDonald returns. But what about the, those two games? With a, a quick look ahead to those. I think the toughest one to pick is the Essendon Frio game for me. Yep, yep. I'm working that game on Sunday afternoon. There's two games that I'm really excited to see. It's the D's and the Giants. I want to see those two go head-to-head later this weekend. And then the other one is the Blues and Port Adelaide. Mm. That, that's the other one on, on Sunday. That's the early game, the 140 game at the MCG. So that could be the unmissable moment for drink-wise. Choose mm. to drink-wise. You won't miss a moment if you drink-wise. That, that one at the MCG. Uh, and, of course, as we said, both teams have, are out. Collingwood have hit the turf at the Gabba for Ream uh, for their warm-up. Ask your plumber to install a Ream. Steady, hot and strong. And a reminder, our talkback is for Southern Phones. Switch and save with Southern Phones. Uh, Southern Phones mobile plans for your weekend. Uh, key matchups tonight to Dell uh, for uh, Illuminate Garden Lighting. We can dig deeper into them uh, after the break. But uh, 
broadly speaking, what are you what are you looking forward well, to tonight? McInerney and Grundy. So we've just touched on what Grundy's going to do. So you, you're trying to think who gets the upper hand. And I'm going to use that instead of a head-to-head um, battle, I'm going to do the rucks as a whole. So who's going to get the upper hand? You, you look at the forward line still for... For the uh, for the pies now, if Dugowie's going to go play forward, it looks significantly different. I think he has to be there the majority of the night just to be a little bit more potent and give him a little bit more of a threat. Otherwise, I'd give the points to the Lions in that particular part of the ground. Hunter. All right, illuminate garden lighting in a league of their own, and we've consulted the uh, Kubota cast. That's all the weather for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Beautiful night, 21 degrees in Brisbane, and it is clear, so we can't wait for that uh, weather. With thanks to Kubota shaping and building Australia, we'll get a ground report when we return for Pope, the better way to water and uh, then we'll be into the opening bounce. It's Brisbane and Collingwood, no late changes for tonight's big game. You're listening to the 2022 Premiership season on AFL Nation for Beaumont Tiles. For all your tiling needs in stock now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.